Let's bring in Olivia McTaggart, Kiwi pole vaulter, big medal hope at the Commonwealth Games. Olivia, thanks for your time. You were sixth at the 2022 World Indoor Champs in Belgrade earlier this year. Best jump of 4.60 metres. You've beaten your own personal best of 4.65. So good year for you heading into the Games. How do you reflect on your performance in the Indoor Champs at Belgrade, first of all? Yeah, I mean, that was the late call up and just having everything um, sort of coming at me once seemed to work out quite well. Um, at the end of the day, it could have gone two ways and I chose the option to just make the most of it and have some fun um, and actually be in an environment where I'm against some of those top girls, um, which is was pretty much the perfect prep coming into Worlds and Comms. Um, so really it was just a little bit of a primer for what the rest of the year would have um, would have. So that's been really awesome. And um, coming out of the back of that has also given me that confidence. So I think coming into these, I know that not everything has to be 100% or perfect going into a competition. And um, I know that I can still perform on the day um, when I need to, because at the end of the day, I pride myself on being a competitor. So that that experience in itself has really primed me for, um, so you could say, the start of my um, international season. Terrific. And, and you've also set a new personal best this year of 4.65 metres. So sounds like 2022 is coming together really well for you. Have, has something changed? Has something gone up a notch or two? How do you, how do you sort of wrap your head around it? Um, honestly, I think it's just been the learnings over the last probably three seasons. Um, there's been some ups and downs. There's been some injuries. There's been some mental pressure. Um, having not made the Olympic Games was pretty tough. So I think coming out of those um, challenges, so to say, it's just um, made sure that this year I really came into it with um, the right intentions. And I think just making sure I'm having fun, I'm coming back to the love of the sport and knowing exactly why why I'm doing what I'm doing. So um, understanding the movements, getting in the gym, um, just those really small technical things that can especially in the sport of pole vault, make a really, really big difference. Um, so, yeah, a, a bunch of different things from the mental and physical side of it. But um, all in all, I'm just enjoying it more than ever. And I'm, I'm sort of getting on those bigger poles and progressing as an athlete um, and a person. So there's been a few different changes. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a great year and it's coming together really nicely. So I'd love to finish it off with these two comps doing quite well. Absolutely. And that, I was going to ask you about that, and you sort of alluded to it there about little small changes, but there there seems to me to be so much that goes into it. From the moment you set off down, you know, heading towards the, the um, you know, to make the vault until the moment you land on the mat, there just seems to be so much to it. So where do you focus your energy when you are looking for improvements? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think um, because pole vault is such a technical event, there's so many different things that you can be putting that energy into. Um, in a competition, you're going into it having known you've put absolutely everything into your training and that comp day is just how to um, bind it all together, I think. Um, but knowing where to focus that energy is just talking to my team. So it's not a it's not a lone effort. There's, I've got such a great team behind me um, between my sports psych and my nutritionist, Jeremy, my coach. Um, my physio and Lou, we're all, we're all sort of in it together. And I think being able to meet up weekly and having them by my side quite often means that we're able to really pinpoint those changes that we need to implement. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it's just pinpointing like what works one week may not work the next. Um, and even throughout your career as an athlete, um, I think it's just always learning and growing and understanding what it is that you need to be changing, whether it's in the gym or whether it's 
mentally. Um, so yeah, again, a bit of a broad answer, but I think it's um, that's the whole fun of it—the sport being so technical, and I'm just forever learning, really. It must. How did you get into it? Because, I mean, people get into running, they run around a track. People get into swimming, they dive into a pool and start swimming. How do you get into pole vault? Because it just seems, every time I watch it, I'm just, my jaw just drops with everything to do with it. How did you get into it? Yeah, um, so my background is as a gymnast. So I did that from the ages of four until 14. Um, and that was, you know, a similar sport in the sense that you've got that um sort of thrill, no fear aspect, and you got the speed and strength. So it actually came into pole vaulting very nicely, um, that transition. But I, I guess it was kind of through one of my teammates as well, Imogen. Um, I followed her into the sport. We did gymnastics together growing up. Um, and then also my coach, Jeremy, he came into my school and did a bit of an exhibition day. And from there, I was like, right, that looks like a pretty fun sport. Um, had to quit gymnastics because of a back injury. And after that injury, I knew that I still wanted to, um, you know, be in the realm of sports. I've always wanted to be a professional um, sportswoman. So it sort of just all fell together quite nicely, really. How high do you reckon you'll have to jump to, to get a medal contention? Oh, it always comes down to the day. Um, so there are a few few pretty good athletes going into it with um, some 480s, I think. To get on the podium, I would say a between 460 and 480. Mm-hmm. I think a 65 or a 70 would definitely get you um, on that podium. And those are the heights that I'm trying to reach. That's what I'm going for. And I think I'm capable of doing that. So I think that's, I don't, I don't know, uh, this year, definitely a, another really exciting thing. It's a lot more experience than 2018. And to get higher, you mentioned before you're on on, big, on longer poles. So you just need a longer pole to get higher. Is that is that right? Um, sort of. It, it's bigger poles as well as longer. So I'm on a um, the same length pole, but it's sort of stiffer. So a bigger pole is going to um, project you on a different angle and get you a little bit higher. So get on those poles. And I finally got um, the one pole that I've needed for probably the last few months. And I keep saying that's going to be my four meter seventy pole. So uh, <laughs> we're just watching out for that. Is there a? Um, you mentioned how it's mental. Um, is there a? a bit of a fear factor about it? Because it seems like, you know, things can go wrong. And uh, if they do and you're, you know, 4.6 metres up, that might not end too well. Yeah, I think a lot of it is um, body awareness and spatial awareness. So if your whole jump comes from the takeoff and if you have a pretty bad takeoff, then um, you know or you should know when to bail out of a jump um, so you don't put yourself in a risky situation. Um, I'd like to say I'm pretty good at bailing at this point. The the thing that would be the scariest, and I've already done that four times now, is breaking a pole. Um, and so I've had, a bit, mm. unfortunately, a little bit of experience in that, that I'm now not really scared of it anymore. It's just something that um, can possibly happen. And you just got to not focus on that and just focus on what you need to do at the time. But um, no, I think once you get to a certain level in pole vault, it's pretty... Um, controlled and you're able to know when to pull out of a jump rather than seeing those fails on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed, yeah. And, of course, you're not the only McTaggart going to Birmingham. Uh, older brother Cameron also there. I think you were both at the Gold Coast in 2018. He's a weightlifter, of course. Uh, so it's a real family affair again in Birmingham by the sounds of it? It sure is, yeah. Both of us going to our second Commonwealth Games team. Um, we'll be so awesome to have him there again. 
Um, he's competing the day before me, so I'll go watch him and then he'll watch me the day after, which works out quite nicely. We've got some family coming over as well. So, yeah, I mean, for us both to be in good shape going to our um, second games is, yeah, so awesome. Very cool. And just before you go, I see you outside of competing, you, you work as an athlete educator for Drug Free Sport New Zealand. Uh, can you tell us what that involves? Yeah, so I've been with them for um, probably a little over a year now. And honestly, it's such a good job um, as an athlete. So I go around educating a bunch of different teams um, or groups. And I've also started doing some schools. Um, so we educate them on what clean sport is. Um, so anti-doping um, and just work through different education seminars for that um, from school age until um, at some of our elite New Zealand athletes. So that's been such an awesome job to be a part of. Um, and they keep it nice and flexible around my training. Um, so, yeah, it's I've got a pretty good, very good gig going there. They're awesome to me. Terrific. Oh, I bet you're great at it as well. Hey, it's been a great pleasure to catch up with you, Olivia, and uh, things like uh, seem like they're coming together at the right time. So all the best for the Birmingham Commonwealth Games, and, and thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks very much. Thank you, Olivia. Olivia McTaggart there ahead of the Birmingham Commonwealth Games.